Good morning. Uh, Sunday school lesson for April the 5th, 2020. It's coming out of a different unit, unit number two, um, which is titled God's Promise, Promises a Just Kingdom. Uh, and the subject of our uh, Sunday school lesson is entitled Seeking a Champion of Justice. Um, we are living in a world in where um, a lot of times we are um, not seeing justice. We are not seeing um, those who are willing to step up uh, and to be a spokesperson uh, on behalf of justice. And so this Sunday school lesson uh, this morning uh, as we begin to transition into our uh, resurrection season, um, uh, deals with um, talking about an individual whom God um, had uh, called and established and sustained uh, to be a champion for justice. Uh, if we look at the, the background of this text, um, the writer is Isaiah. Uh, who was a prophet in Judah, uh, who ministered during the reigns of uh, King Uzziah and Jehotham and Ahaz and Hezekiah. And he was uh, sent to encourage uh, the nation uh, as they were preparing to uh, go into exile for um, their sinful ways. Uh, and the nation of Israel had a a history uh, of repeatedly uh, falling back into idol worship. And one thing we know about God, uh, God is a jealous God. And nothing, amen, that we do uh, goes unseen by him. And so the nation, amen, were going to be in, in exile. Um, but he always had a way of uh, allowing us to understand that even um, in our uh, punishment, uh, there is also going to be uh, some salvation. Uh, there's going to be always some grace uh, that will mitigate our circumstances. And so uh, here uh, in this lesson, there were three outlines. Uh, the first outline is uh, the servant's credentials. Uh, <clears throat> anytime you are dealing with... Um, any individual who uh, is claiming to be um, a champion of anything, uh, whether it's a mechanic, I'm the best mechanic, or whether it's um, a doctor, um, it's necessary to be able to have some credentials to back up, amen, the fact that you are claiming to be what you are. And so here in our first outline, uh, the servant's credentials, uh, we find that God is introducing to us uh, an individual um, who would be everything that we need, um, not just um, speaking to the nation of Israel, but uh, to the whole world. Uh, in the first verse, um, in the 42nd chapter, he says, Behold, my servant, whom I uphold, mine elect, and whom my soul delighteth. I have put my spirit upon him and he shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. 
He shall not cry nor lift up, nor cause his voice to be heard in the streets. A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. He shall not fail nor be discouraged till he have set judgment in the earth and the isles shall wait for his law. Uh, so here in this text, we find that God is um, giving his credentials, uh, not only um, about who he is, but about what he will be able to do. And, and the only way he's doing it is by the power of God. He says, behold, my servant whom I uphold. So here he's saying that I'm sending my son, uh, Jesus, to be the savior, not just of the nation of Israel, but the nation of the whole world. So when we look at this uh, prophecy that, that Isaiah is speaking of, he is speaking of also of, of delivering the nation out of that exile. But more importantly, he is talking about uh, delivering the whole world. Uh, for the Bible says God so loved the world that he, did, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And so here uh, in this particular uh, outline, the servant's credentials, he's telling him, I'm going to uphold him. He's mine elect. He says, in whom my soul delighted. I'm reminded of the scripture when uh, Jesus was baptized and the uh, um, doves descended down. And he said, this is my beloved son in whom I am what? Well pleased. Amen. So he said, he delighteth my soul. I will put my spirit upon him and he shall bring forth a judgment to the Gentiles. He's going to bring us, amen, uh, a sense of justice uh, for all the things that have been done wrong. Um, even from when we look at the garden, how uh, Adam uh, had, had, had messed things up for the whole world. So now he's saying, I got a champion for justice who's going to bring judgment, who's going to be fair, who's going to be uh, real for the people. And so he goes on and say, he shall not cry, nor lift up, nor cause his voice to be heard in the streets. Jesus was not boisterous in his ministry. When we look at him, he was humble. Amen. He went about his business, uh, not bragging and being uh, braggadocious, but rather he was humble in everything that he did. He said, the bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. We find out that Jesus, amen, uh, was the light of the world. And so here he is saying that he won't uh, be even though he has the power, amen, to do these things, he won't, amen, because his spirit is upon him. He said he shall not fail nor be discouraged uh, till he has set judgment in the earth and the owl shall wait for his law. Um, we have to understand that when uh, Jesus came, he came in the power of his father, amen, and, and coming in the power of his father, there is no failure in him. And so here he is giving us the, the, the servant's credentials, amen, on, on what he would be. Uh, he would be a, a servant, amen, for the people. He would be a servant, amen, uh, not just for the nation of Israel, but also to the Gentiles. He was going to be, amen, a servant, amen, to all who would believe in him. And so as we look at our second outline, it says the servant's commission. You know, anytime uh, a servant is sent forth to do something, he has to be commissioned by his master. He has to be a man uh, told exactly what to do. We have to understand that a servant has no mind of his 
of his own, has no will of his own. The, the servant's will is to, to do, is to do the will of his master. And so as we look at the second outline, it's the servant's commission found in Isaiah 42, uh, 5 through 7. It says, Thus saith God the Lord, he that created the heavens and stretched them out, he that spread forth the earth and that which cometh out of it, he that giveth bread unto the people upon it, and the spirit to them that walk therein. I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness, and will hold thy hand, and will keep thee, and give thee for a covenant of the people, for a light, for a light of the Gentiles, to open the blind eyes, to bring out the prisoners from prison, and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. So here he has been commissioned by God, amen, to carry out a specific task. He came, amen, uh, in, in, in the text, he said he came to his own, his own received him not. But those that did believe in him, them he gave power to become uh, the sons of God, the children of God. And so here when we look at this commission, amen, he was set forth by God to carry out a, a specific task. The nation, amen, had been looking for someone who, an earthly king who will rule, amen, uh, and put them in power. But God looks beyond, amen, the physical and looks further into the future. And so here he realized that the nation would need to be saved, but more importantly, the world would need a savior. The world would need someone who will be able, amen, to come down and not be uh, consumed with having power of this world but would rather carry out the will of his father. I'm reminded in Gethsemane, amen, when he began to pray. He, he prayed so hard, it say his sweat was like drips of blood. And as he prayed, he said, Father, take this cup from me. But then he he, he kind of fell back on that and said, but nevertheless, let thy will be done. You see, sometimes we get so caught up uh, trying to do our own thing that we don't want to really do what God wants us to do because it's going to cost too much. It's going to cost us some friends. It's going to cost us, amen, some, some relationships. It's going to cost us some money. It's going to cost us, amen, our hustle. But here, when we look at the servant's commission, amen, he told him, he says, I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness, and I will hold thy hand and will keep thee and give thee for a covenant of the people, for a light of the Gentiles. Here, he is telling him that I have someone who will not bend or compromise, amen, my will. I have someone that I'm going to send uh, <clears throat> that will be righteous, amen, someone who uh, I will have a, a hand on through his entire ministry. I have someone, amen, that will keep you. I have someone that will be a covenant. Amen. A covenant is an agreement between two people. He says a covenant of the people for a light of the Gentiles. He's coming not just for the nation of Israel, but he's also coming, amen, for you and for me. He's coming for those who were not, amen, uh, born under Abraham. He's coming for those, amen, uh, who are not, amen, a part of of, of, of the Israel nation, the Israelite nation, but he's coming to save the whole world. He says to open the blind eyes, to bring out the prisoners from the prison, and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. 
He is coming not just for the nation. He is coming for the whole world. And he is coming to set us free from the things that have us bonded, those things that have us, amen, shackled and chained. He is coming to free us, amen, to open up our blind eyes that we may see, amen, his purpose for our lives. He's coming to bring out the prisoners from the prison. A lot of us, amen, especially with what's going on right now, are bound in fear. We are bound, amen, in, in, in doubt. We are bound in unbelief, amen. So he says he's coming to bring prisoners from the prison. The very thing that has us hemmed up, the very thing that has us shackled down, he's coming to bring us out of. He says, and to them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. He's coming to bring light to our situation. So here he is commissioned, amen, uh, by the Father to carry out a specific task. And so now, as we look at our last outline, the servants guarantee, he guarantees us something. If we know anything about the God that we serve, we know that he is a promise keeper. Everything that God has said he would do Amen has come to pass. And if it hasn't come to pass yet, just keep living. Amen. We are living in some trying times right now. But even in this, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And so here uh, we see that there's a guarantee, amen, from the from the servant. He says, I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory will I not give to another neither my praise to graven images. Here he is telling us, look, it's time out. Uh, the nation, amen, have, have been caught up uh, idol worshiping. And I, I'm afraid today uh, a lot of that's going on even in God's church house. It's a lot of us that are worshiping other things when we should be worshiping God. There's a, a lot of us, amen, that have put uh, everything before God. Everything before his purpose, everything before his will. And one thing, amen, we have to understand about God is God is a jealous God. God, amen, will give you any and everything he has except his glory. And I'm afraid today a lot of the situations that we find ourselves in and the circumstances we are in, even right now, is because we as his people, amen, have strayed away and have started to worship other things. And so he has to shake things up. He has to, amen, uh, uh, show us, amen, that the very things that we put before him are shut down. Amen. We can't go to a basketball game no more. We can't go to the club no more. We can't shop at the mall. Any and everything that has been put before him has now been put on the shelf that we may, what, see him. So here, He's saying a guarantee. He said, I am the Lord. That is my name and my glory. I will not give to another. Neither my praise to graven images. Behold, the former things have come to pass. Here He's talking about all of those things that he had prophesied about uh, back then. He had prophesied that he would bring the nation to the promised land. He had prophesied, amen, that Abraham would be a blessing, amen, not just uh, to his family, but to the whole world, because through his seed came his daughter's son, Jesus Christ. He had said some things in the past that have already come to fruition. And he says, and new things do I declare before they spring forth. 
I tell you of them. God has not withheld anything from us that's concerning us. And so when we look at this text and we begin to close this lesson out, amen, he said, the new things do I declare. He told us in the Old Testament. Uh, Apostle Holly often says that the, uh, the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. And the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. And so the promise of the Son, amen, had been made uh, in the Old Testament. Amen. But now we see that those things have came to pass. We saw, amen, uh, that Jesus had came down through 42 generations. We saw, amen, that he was born in Bethlehem. Amen. We saw, amen, how he was raised up. Amen. And, and he at 11 years old, he had uh, began to teach in the synagogue. Amen. And when his parents, amen, began to question him because he I took off and went to do his father. He said, why are you? He said, I'm about my father's business. We see, amen, that the Savior that was talked about in time past spent three and a half years in public ministry. The Savior, amen, the guarantee that he gave us is that we will one day have the opportunity to have the gift to the tree of life. And we see that through this servant, through his son, Jesus, dying out on Calvary's cross, amen, being laid in a borrowed tomb and getting up early on the third day morning by the power of God has given us, amen, a champion, uh, given us a champion of justice, someone, amen, who will not lay down. Amen. When it's time to stand up, someone, amen, who will not sit down when it's time to stand up. And so we thank God, amen, uh, for this champion that he has given us, this champion, amen, that has brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. This champion, amen, who has given us grace and mercy, amen, instead of what we truly deserve, this champion of justice. Amen. We thank God. Let us pray. Father God, Lord, we thank you right now for your word. We thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this champion of justice. We thank you for your darling son, Jesus, who you sent, Heavenly Father, Lord, that we may uh, gain a relationship with you through his sacrificial death and his resurrection. Lord, we thank you right now for your grace and your mercy. We ask that these words, Heavenly Father, your teachings take root in our heart, that it may grow, Father God, that we may be better servants for you. We thank you and we give you all the glory and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.